Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading The Thought Readers by Dima Zales and Anna Zares. I'm reading your thoughts right now, and yeah, this episode's fucking great. Amazon Book Club podcast. My name's Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called The Thought Readers by Dima Zales and Anna Zaries. <laughs> I'm sorry. A couple of uh, uh, women from the future. It sounds like to me. Are those uh, two one names like Cher? Well, I said four different names. Oh. Broken into two people. The traditional separation of names first name what's that dina dima zales dima zales oh cool you know dima yeah and old, uh, old dima what was the other one you scrolled right past her forget her this is dima's work dima zales and anna zyers anna i think is probably a hanger on a sycophant you think this is all dima huh yeah, this is dima time will tell so on that note if you've never listened to this podcast before, what we do is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, we read the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page, and then the podcast is over. That's it. It's pretty and, simple. And it's all news to us. It's all that's all news to me. Uh, we don't rehearse. No. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely you, not. I know this seems rehearsed, like it's almost too good to be true, but friends, let me tell you, we did not practice this at all. Off the cuff. Off the cuff, I think, is what they say. Yeah, because uh, so, it's like when you roll a quarter down your leg, it bounces off the cuff at your heel. Is that right? It goes in. Is that the etymology of that? It's the old wallet. <laughs> the leg. I have so much I'd like to know about you. But we don't have time. Let's jump into the synopsis of the Thought Police. What's this called? The Thought Readers. Thought Police? The thought, thought Readers. The Thought Readers. Mind Dimensions well, Book 1. Well, what's the difference? Ooh, Mind Dimensions Book 1. Are we thought readers? No. we read people's thoughts I'm that thought, they write down? Nah. Well, you are. Ganesha's. We're thought... We're... Uh, shit. We're all thought listeners. We're voice listeners. No. Let's trace it back to thought. Let's not. Let's hear the synopsis of this book. A new series about mind readers from a New York Times and USA Today best-selling author. Damn, USA Today. I know that. That's the whole damn country. I hated that paper. Why? Because it came in the Sundays. Oh, it did. And USA Today seems like a fake newspaper from a movie to me. I don't think I've ever read one, but it's always in every movie. Yeah, every character in a movie is reading the USA Today. I've done a lot of their crossword puzzles. They're pretty easy. What? Well, do the New York Times. The only time you get a USA Today is if you're in a hotel, is my experience. Or in the Sundays. And then I throw them away. I say, I don't want this garbage you left at my door. Sundays also had full color cartoons. Your parents subscribed to USA Today? Is that what I'm hearing? Nope. Well, where'd you find them on Sundays? In the streets? In the local paper Sundays. They would sneak a USA Today into your local paper? They didn't sneak it. It was like a thing. That's what you Sounds got. Sounds like a package deal. Yeah. Sounds like somebody got ripped off. A new series about mind readers from a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. Everyone thinks I'm a genius. Mm. Is that the author? Yeah. I don't like it. Well, Everyone is wrong. Oh. Sure, I, like I finished Harvard at 18. Humble. And now make crazy money at a hedge fund. But that's not because I'm unusually smart or hardworking. It's because I'm white. It's because I cheat. 
Well, basically same, the same, thing. same thing. What do people do at hedge funds? Uh, they watch money, right? When I hear hedge fund, I think Sonic the hedge fund, which isn't right. No, that's a game. Oh, well, I'll never know. You run really fast away from white collar prosecutors. I turned 30 recently, which means I'll never learn this stuff. That's the age where I stop caring about learning. You learn every day. No, not on purpose. You share your knowledge every day. Well, I share it, but I don't gain it. I actively avoid it. I'd rather not know what a hedge fund is. I think you're going to learn a little bit today. Yeah. Maybe a little bit about yourself. I've already learned some weird idiosyncrasies you have with quarters and your pant leg, but... You see, I have a unique ability. Well, case closed, I guess. I can go outside time into my own personal version of reality. Damn. The place I call the quiet, where I can explore my surroundings while the rest of the world stands still. I think that's what all conservatives do. <laughs> they just unplug from reality and go to the quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and then if anything disrupts it, they're mad. Yeah, please leave me alone. I thought I was the only one who could do this until I met her. My name is Darren, and this is how I became entangled with all the Russians and learned that I'm a reader. You're telling me Dina Zimes and Anna Zam Zanzibar wrote a book with a character named Darren. Yes. Come on. Come on. They were they're jaded by unusual names. They like to bring it back down to uh, you know, keep it simple. Grass is always greener. In Darren's world? Perhaps. He I can read minds or he can read. I would in say his on the whole, place. Darren's are doing pretty good, right? Darren? If you had to just take the cumulative Darren, I think they're all doing okay. What are you doing? Are you, you're done reading? Oh. That's it? Sorry. Sometimes I can't tell. Uh, it's hard to tell. He just sits there. Yeah. You just sit quietly, motionless, contributing next to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know my place. Yeesh. All right. Let's jump ahead now to the first page of the Thought Readers. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. First page of the Thought Readers. Sometimes I think I'm crazy. I'm sitting at a casino table in Atlantic City. Ooh, and beautiful Atlantic City. Must be crazy. To hey, you, were, you were just there, weren't you? Yeah, the place smells like garbage and looks like garbage and everybody's garbage. All the hotels are garbage. I've heard it got better. Yeah, for me, because it used to be fucking trash. Now it's moved up one level to garbage. And everyone around me is motionless. I call this the quiet, as though giving it a name makes it seem more real, as though giving it a name changes the fact that all the players around me are frozen like statues, and I'm walking among them, looking at the cards they have been dealt. Ace is wild. Is that a thing? In the quiet? Why not? Hey, whatever. The problem with the theory of my being crazy is I, that- I'd rather be in the quiet than Atlantic City. She's in both. They should call Atlantic City the Royal Flush. Yeah. Because it stinks. Because it's a toilet. If you built a city out of toilets, it would be better than Atlantic City. I got to say, I quite like Atlantic City. Yeah, you would because you're a toilet man. That, that's fair. <laughs> but you're royalty to some. Toilet. Oh. Toilet tree. Not you're a toilet man with toilet tastes. Disgusting. You know, you got gambling. You got hot dogs. Yeah, these are all toilet stuff. Did they ever do Pacific City? It's, it's called, called Las Vegas. Oh. Well, no, that's in the desert. <laughs> Close uh, enough, I guess. And there's got to be a city called Pacific City on the West Coast, Maybe right? Maybe in like 100 years when the oceans come in. Yeah, Pacific City will be in Wyoming. No, it'll be Las Vegas. Oh, 
Oh, that'd be nice. Las Vegas gets some beachfront property. You know what? All of a sudden, I'm thinking global warming sounds pretty good. As though giving for the it economy name, of Las Vegas. As though giving it a name changes the fact that all the players around me are frozen like statues, and I'm walking among them, we looking at the cards they've been dealt. I heard this. The problem with the theory of my being crazy is that when I unfreeze the world, as I just have, the cards the players turn over are the same ones I just saw in the quiet. Oh shit! If I were crazy, wouldn't these cards be different? Unless I'm so far gone that I'm imagining the cards on the table, too. But then I also win. If that's a delusion, if the pile of chips on my side of the table is a delusion, then I might as well question everything. Maybe my name isn't even Darren. <sighs> what is it? No, I can't think that way. If I'm really that confused, I don't want to snap out of it. Because if I do, I'll probably wake up in a mental hospital. Ah, oh, jeez. Besides, I I'd rather be in a life. mental hospital than Atlantic City. I'd rather be strapped to a chair being put to death. That could happen in Atlantic City. That would happen in Atlantic City. If there's anywhere that would happen, that's where. Trash. I love my life. Crazy and all. Toilet City. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Full of not so beautiful people. How are the beaches? Uh, Dirty and full of amputees. You don't go for the beaches, Shane. You go for the hot dogs. No. What is with your hot dogs? Nobody talks about the hot dogs in Atlantic City. What do they got? What do they got down there? Taffy. Taffy. Nathan's? You Nathan's. Like, they got Nathan's they all got, over the place. They got Nathan's? Thank you stay in one of those one of those casino hotels. Sold. They'll give you <laughs> coupons <laughs> for free Nathan's. You're an easy sell. What are you talking about? Yeah. I've been to Atlantic City a dozen uh, like or more times, and I've never been given a hot dog coupon. I've always That's how every low, time I've gone, I've gotten a hot dog coupon. That's how low on the social totem pole Ganesh is, is that he goes places and they're like, You look like you want hot dogs, <laughs> you fucking animal. Well, they're right. I think about this <laughs> most days of my life. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Still perplexes me, just like the name. Does it what does it mean? Oh, you know what it means. I, I don't have an answer for you. Is it let's just think about hey, just think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Just think about it. Let's save that for our Lent Biscuit podcast. Coming soon to the original Kings of uh, Content Network called Ladies and Gentlemen. If you're not Durst, you're last. My shrink thinks the quiet is an inventive way I describe the inner workings of my genius. Now, that sounds crazy to me. She also might want me, but that's beside the point. Mm. Suffice it to say, she's as far as it gets from my dateable age range, which is currently right around 15. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Darren seemed like a creep to me. Still young, still hot, but done with school and pretty much beyond the clubbing phase. <laughs> no bills for me to pay. I hate clubbing almost as much as I hated studying. What do you like? What do you like? Those are the two things you can you like. Split the difference either here. What do you, you like? either like clubbing or studying. What do you like? Eggs? What do you like? A salad? <laughs> In any case, my shrink's explanation doesn't work, as it doesn't account for the way I know things even a genius wouldn't know. Like the exact value and suit of the other player's cards. You get it, buddy. You're an X-Man. You can stop time. I watch. Which X-Man can do that? Darren. <laughs> I watch as the dealer begins a new round. Besides me, there are three players at the table. Grandma, the cowboy, grandma, and the professional, as I call them. Oh, not his grandma. These are folksy nicknames he's given to players. Yeah, grandma. Oh. Yeah, his grandma's And there. the professional. Ooh. The professional must be curious why he keeps losing to Darren. Yeah. Is this the young boy stopping time <laughs> looking at be. my cards? My he cards are too good. Be. I could not have lost unless this boy stopped time. I'm going to the quiet place. <laughs> I I feel that now almost imperceptible fear that accompanies the phasing. 
That's what I call the process. Phasing into the quiet. Worrying about my sanity has always facilitated phasing. Fear seems helpful in this process. I don't want to get to know jargon. Honestly, phasing into the quiet sounds like a dream. Oh. Dying. Oh, I thought that's, it sounds like death. death. Yeah, death. I hope that's what it's like. Phasing into the quiet? Yeah, why it's not? a good way what to think about it. What if it was like, loud? That'd be awful. What if you died and it was loud? I'd hate it. Yeah. No, thanks. I want say, restful death. Not screaming and moans. Chanting. Do you think hell is cool? Yeah, it has to be. There's got to be a half pipe. But sometimes cool is quiet. Uh, Not this kind of cool. This is like a fucking... Hell is a newfound glory concert in 2002. So you're saying hell is a mosh pit <laughs> yeah. and a skate park. Yes. It's a music video that never ends. You're in a Papa Roach video for eternity. That Loosen. doesn't sound half bad. Yeah, you know yeah, what? Again, I mean, it would sound cool at first. It would be cool at first. You got to understand sure. at this point, not even 10 minutes into this podcast, you're tra- you're a trash, trashy, bad person. <laughs> <laughs> you need to know that that's, you're, that's the perspective you're getting from Ganesh. Bad. Bad. I like Atlantic City. I like Atlantic City. I like City. Papa Roach. I like What's wrong with that? So what? Yeah, so, so what? what? So what? I'm getting I like hot dogs. I like eggs. So what? I drink toilet water. So, so what? what? So what? So what? You wouldn't do it? Yeah, you right. Everybody it. does it. Everybody, Everybody does it. Does it. It's free water. Dumb, dirty doo-doos. You're an unreliable narrator. Yeah, truly. I phase in and everything gets quiet. Hence the name for this state. I get it. It's eerie to me even now. Outside the quiet, this casino is very loud. Drunk people talking, slot machines, ringing of winds, music. The only place louder is a, <laughs> a club or a concert. A boisterous and Indian he hates man. Clubs. A boisterous Indian man eating hot dogs at a, a rapid pace. You know, I could put no, him down pretty quick. I've seen him do it. He's quiet. And quite, polite. He's a quiet a hot dog eater. <laughs> he has a little napkin. He wipes, he dabs his mouth and he says, clean, 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 clean. That's true. And he keeps eating. Nothing is worse like crusty mustard around your lips. Yeah. Ganesh is the kind of person that wears a lobster bib no matter what he eats. But it's a diaper. And yet, right at this moment, for I sp- could probably hear a pin drop. For spills. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to be careful. Don't want to get anything on that Iron Maiden t-shirt. <laughs> it's like I've gone deaf to the chaos that surrounds me. Having so many frozen people around as to the strangeness of it all. Here is a waitress stopped mid-step carrying a tray of drinks. I'm going to punch her in the face. I can do it. Time's frozen. I'm daring. There's a woman about to pull a slot machine lever. At my own table, the dealer's hand is raised. The last card he dealt hanging unnaturally in midair. I walk up to him from the side of the table and reach for it. It's a king meant for the professional. Once I let the card go, it falls on the table rather than contain a float as before. But I know full well that it will be back in the air in the exact position it was when I grabbed it when I phase out. But why? Why wouldn't it just go down? So, so he can't, he can affect things in the quiet place, but they don't, tra- they don't carry over. Yeah. It's like the Matrix. No, no that does no, carry, it does yeah, carry no, over. You're right. You it's die a, in the Matrix, you die in real life. Yeah, it's actually the opposite of the Matrix. I'm sorry about that. What's the opposite of the Matrix? If uh, you pee in the Matrix, whoa, do, do you, you pee in real life? Yeah. Just pee in your pants? Yeah. I got to think. I don't I don't think so. Do you have to pee in the Matrix? I don't matrix? think you have to pee in the Matrix. Yeah, you you're must. digital. But in the real world, if you have to pee. In the real world, if you had to pee, you just pee your pants. Well, but it transfers. But if you're in the Matrix, would you know that <laughs> you're peeing your pants? through That's the circuits the to the Matrix. You fools. Yeah? They're in these pods. Yes. Yeah. Filled with pee. Well, that's. No, pre- okay. you can also just be plugged into a chair. Yeah, and they're plugged into the Matrix. But that's but pre them being woken up. Are getting nutrients and they're 
pushing them out. No. That's true. The bodies in the pods in the Matrix must be shitting like a lot. They're probably yeah. Well, a normal out. amount, normal like well, <laughs> okay, yeah, standard amount of shitting. But in a pod over 30, 40, 50 years, that's a lot of shit. It builds up. Oh, uh, not to like get too gross. So we've already we're we're past that. But if you have, how do you say? diarrhea in mm. the matrix yes. does your little body in the tube get it too? yeah it must it has to why would it simulate diarrhea for you i mean they have feeding tubes it's not going back in the body oh boy but they definitely have some skin rash you probably just don't shit when you're in the matrix you know no one pisses no one shits I, that cannot be true you know what really blew my mind about the matrix sorry to keep talking about the matrix the lack of shitting and pissing no i went on oh, wikipedia more just because I was like, what's going on with the Matrix? <laughs> I get it. Sometimes you fall down a Matrix hole. Anything new? Anything new here? <laughs> this is like... What's well, the latest? <laughs> is there been any updates? This is like four months ago. Sure. Yeah. Hey, you want to check? Sometimes there's like, some uh, appendix material they released later. I was like, hey, you know, got to mm. freshen up on this. Yeah. I've been talking about it more. <laughs> Don't really remember you want it. it right, the, you want it right on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Okay. So I look it up. Apparently, the Matrix takes place in a place called New City. Yeah. Oh. And it's not a real city. It's just a, the whole world is a city uh, that you see in the first film. Okay. That Neo lives in. Mm, right. And then there's a little bit outside it in the mountains where like the chateau scene. Sure, yeah. And then like the highway chase. Right. But that's the whole thing. There's no world. They There is no world. Hmm. Doesn't that just change your whole perception of like what oh. that movie is? Uh, I thought it was a whole world. No, nah, it's just a city. Yeah. What are these people? Idiots? That makes me think like how many people are actually plugged in and like in the matrix? Not that many, I guess. So most humans are dead. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I never thought of that, man. I'm so, glad I checked in on the so matrix. Turns out there was something new for you there. Guys, yeah. if you want to find some stuff out, Take the time and yeah, look it up. That's the moral of the story. Take the time for yourself to learn about the matrix. I won't, though, as previously established. Well, I just told you all you need to know. Shit. Fuck. I learned. The professional looks like someone who makes money playing poker, at least the way I always imagined someone like that might look. Scruffy, shades on, a little sketchy looking. That's not what I imagine the professional to look like. Scruffy? No, 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 no. Clean shaven, shades off. Shades? On the, in the, the front of the, no. the shirt. No. Off. No. Well, in the pocket. In the pocket, yes. Probably course. some man jewelry. Yes. A, a bracelet? Pink, a pinky ring? A bracelet. Yeah. A ring. Two e rings. Even a very thin gold necklace. Ooh, yeah. Like Ganesh wears. Open collar, tie. Trash. What's going on here? Well, I'm thinking he's got a little open. He's Well, here's what he's wearing. He's got his the jacket on, a suit jacket, and a shirt, no tie, top, unbuttoned, little, little chest hair poke out. Professional, but having fun. What color is the shirt? What color is the suit jacket? Classic white shirt, black jacket. You're describing Hell, the yeah. way I dress all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're the professional. That's when you go out in the world. We see the real you. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The real dirt man. And he's stewing in his own filth. I don't stew. Toilet man. He boils. He's a toilet man. He's been doing an excellent job with the poker face, basically not twitching a single muscle throughout the game. His face is so expressionless that I wonder if he might have gotten Botox to help maintain such a stony countenance. Is he dead? His hand is on the table, protectively covering the the cards dealt to him. I move his limp hand away. It feels normal. Don't move my limp hand. Feels normal. Uh. Well, in a manner of speaking, the hand is sweaty and hairy, so moving it aside is unpleasant and is admittedly an abnormal thing to do. The normal part is that the hand is warm rather than cold. When I was a kid, I expected people to feel cold in the quiet like stone statues. Oh, I get it. That's why he's limp. There he's, I, I've lost control. 
He's still in the quiet. I thought he was coming back out. With the professional's hand moved away, I pick up his cards. Combined with the king that was hanging in the air, he is a nice high pair. Good to know. So this power really is somewhat limited. I thought that he could yeah, freeze time and then like move cool. stuff around. He just like knows what's he going on. He can just on. know more information. That sucks. Yeah. I would not take that power. No. Why not? I, I can't handle the responsibility. No but there is there any. If I you mean, want to get down. He is it. kind of using it in a pretty unethical way. Who cares? That's well, ethical. Well, if you have superpowers, what's the old saying? Do you live long enough? To use them as a villain? Mm, yeah. That's not what Who they says say. that? Batman. Michael <laughs> Keaton. I walk over to Grandma. No. She's already holding her cards as she has fanned them nicely for me. I'm able to avoid touching her wrinkled, spotted hands. Ew. This is a relief. Gross, Grandma. Why are you making me touch you while you're frozen in time? As I've recently become conflicted about touching people, or more specifically, women in the quiet. Hey, Darren's got a conscience. If I had to, I would rationalize touching grandma's hand as harmless or at least not creepy, but it's better to avoid it if possible. Who knows where I'll put it? Good to know that the writer's establishing his line right off the bat. Yeah, Darren's not a freak, all right? That's pretty good. With, I, with great power fun. comes great responsibility. Good luck, Darren. In any case, she has a low pair. I feel bad for her. She's been losing a lot tonight. Her chips are dwindling. Her losses are due at least partially to the fact that she's a terrible poker face. Well, when you're older, that happens. Yeah. And say, big grandma's got a low pair. Uh, well, hey, is that where we're stopping? Yeah. Was that the first page? Oh, yeah. I feel like we've been doing this for hours. We have. That's my fault. Sorry. The Matrix stuff was just, I had to get it out. Listen, there. sometimes you get, like you said, you just got to talk about the Matrix. When the mood strikes, uh, you do it. There's no rhyme. I was looking for it and it wasn't there. Let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark of Oof. Thinker. Thinker. <laughs> or the Stinker. <laughs> Here we go, 25% of the thought readers. What I did was not exactly how I imagined mind reading. Not that mind reading is something I imagined much. What a sentence. Beautiful prose. The experience was like some kind of virtual reality, only more intense. It was like I was the pothead guy. So like reality. No, like AR. Oh. Augmented. Oh, sweet. It's like uh, Pokemon Go. I felt what he felt, saw what he saw. I even had his memories, and they came and went as though they were mine. But at the same time, I was also myself, an observer of some sorts. I experienced two conflicted worldviews. On one hand, I was Nick. Feeling high, feeling numb, feeling dumb. Man, Nick sounds cool. High, numb, dumb, full mm. of fun. But crumbs. at the same time, full of crumbs, beneath croutons. I was myself, able to not lose my own consciousness. It was a strange merger. I want to do it again as soon as possible. Okay. Play Great. off, Nick. Please. Darren. Darren. Ugh. Do you want tea? Eugene asked, dragging me out of my thoughts, and I realized we somehow ended up at the kitchen table. I look around the room. There are a bunch of beakers all over the place. Hmm. Is he running some kind of chemistry experiment in here? Oh, is this a meth lab? A red stain on the counter near an ampule. Ampule. Oh. An ampule with remains of that same red substance matches the stain on Eugene's white coat. At least it's not blood as I originally had thought. Was it jelly? <laughs> I'll take your silence as a yes to tea. Eugene chuckles. I'm sorry. He adds, joining me after setting the kettle on the stove. The first time we read is usually not as confusing as that. Nick's intoxicated state must have been an odd addition to an already strange experience. 
That's an understatement. I say getting my bearings. <laughs> oh, wow. Darren sounds horrible. Yeah, I did not envision that for Darren. I thought Darren would get more of your like everyman voice that you sometimes no. do. Darren's a nerd, I guess, but also kind of creepy and gross. Perfect. So how does this work? Ugh. Let's begin at the beginning. Eugene says. That's where you begin. Do you now know what a reader is? I guess someone who can do that. Yeah, exactly. Eugene smiles. And what's a pusher? Well, that's a whole other ball game. Buddy. You don't even want to know. Don't how get much, in that world. How much time do you have, Darren? <laughs> and how much money? His smile vanishes. What pushers do is horrible. An abomination, a crime against human nature. They commit the ultimate rape. Ah. Uh, Explain. Yeah. His voice deepens, filling with disgust. Isn't rape the ultimate rape? Yeah, I think rape sounds worse than whatever this is going to be. They mind rape. Oh, yeah. That sounds not. That sounds better than being raped. They take away a person's will. Well, maybe not. That's still yeah. That's rape. I mean, we're getting in the weeds on rape. Ugh. You mean they can hypnotize someone? I ask, trying to make sense of it. No, Darren. He shakes his head. No, you dunce. Hypnosis is voluntary. If the whole thing exists at all, you can't make people do something that they don't want to do under hypnosis. He stops at the sound of the kettle. Pushers can make a person do anything they want. They're like Jedi, and they're heroes. Well, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say I think the pushers are the good guys and the readers are the bad guys. I sense oh. a twist coming this way. He clarifies as he gets up. I don't know how to respond, so I just sit there watching him pour us tea. I know it's a lot to process. Eugene says, placing the cup in front of me. You do have a gift for stating the obvious. You said you came here to get some answers. I promised I would provide them. What do you want to know? He says, my heart begins to pound with excitement as I realize I'm about to finally learn more about myself. How does it work? I ask before Perfect. he changes his mind. Great thing for us to read. And decides yeah. to test me some more. Let right. us know how it works. The basics. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me all the science behind it, too. Why can we phase into the quiet? Phase into the quiet? Is that what you call splitting? <laughs> you fucking idiot. You split, you push, you phase, yeah. you read. Okay. I will say, you no push. Eugene's jargon is much cooler. I'd rather be pushing and splitting and all this business. You can push, but can't shove. I phase into the quiet. No. Yeah, good for you. You you throw in. This guy listens to Dashboard Confessional when he's in there. This guy listens to fucking Iron Maiden, like a niche. Oh, I'm very happy about that. He's proud of himself. He is secretly, all the insults this episode, he has absorbed his compliments. They make him stronger like Godzilla and the power lines. He chuckles when I nod. Well, prepare to be disappointed. No one knows for sure why we can do it. I have some theories about it, though. I'll tell you my favorite one. Oh, how much do you know about quantum mechanics? Everything. I'm no physicist, but I guess I know what a well-read layman should know. That might be enough. I'm no physicist myself. <laughs> Physics was my dad's field, and uh, really, this is his theory. Albert Einstein, ever heard of him? Have you ever heard of Hugh Everett III? No. Yeah, I've never heard of the first two either. Oh. oh. But I don't see. Hey. Oh, Darren. Hey, come on. Come on. Darren, Darren, double Darren. It's not important as long as you've uh, heard of the multiple universes interpretation of quantum mechanics. He yeah. offers me sugar for my tea. I've heard that here or there. You know, I picked it up. Why not? Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I say you're shaking my head to decline That's what sugar. I say when I've never heard of something. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I say that all the time to people when I have no clue what they're talking about. Totally. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure. It's easier because then they don't explain it. When anybody asks me if I've seen a movie, I just say, yeah. And, and then when, like, they oh, wanna, when they want to uh, talk more about it, I'm like, yeah, that was good. 
And then leave me alone. It's easier. Yeah, I put them off pretty bad. Yeah. Eugene sits across from me at the table, his gaze intent on mine. It's the alternative to the famous Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics, right? Yes. Wow, he does know quite a bit. We're on the right track. Now, do you actually understand the Copenhagen interpretation? (laughs) Well, really? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like it said, it's me. Yeah, Jay. Oh, yeah. I know about all that. Yeah, that's good. Sure. Who doesn't? Unless it's bad, then I don't like it. I don't know. I don't think I know that. Not really. It deals with particles deciding where to be upon observation with only a probability of being in a specific place, introducing randomness into the whole thing or something along those lines. Isn't it famous for no one understanding it? Yeah, indeed. Is this indeed. what a layman knows? And if so, what am I? You're a dill pickle. No. Indeed. Oh, I doubt anyone really does. Even my dad didn't, which is why he said it was all BS. Yeah. <laughs> Physics is all BS. You mean Hugh Everett the third? Yeah. That's why he was famous. BS. Mm-hmm. He was a BS caller. He will point out how the whole Schrodinger's cat paradox is the best example of the confusion. Well, that's where he's wrong. As he talks, Eugene gets more and more into the conversation. You're making each crack. Man, finally got one in there. Yeah. Finally broke the beast. Proof Ganesha's listening. Wow, we. Finally. Man, what have we done? 30 of these? He's always he, staring at me he just, solemnly. He just started tuning in three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't touch his tea completely. <laughs> Whoa, what a reading of that line. What a professional. <laughs> completely immersed in the subject. Schrodinger. Uh, what? I guess you love your tea. We know you love tea, all right? Do you? I don't even know. I'll drink tea. I love tea. There you tea. go. He loves it. He I'll, loves it. I'll drink just about anything. Yeah. Whoa. Darjeeling? Toilet, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> toilet tea. I'm a toilet. Pour anything you That's want. That's what we made me. down in Virginia. I'll flush it away. Bye-bye. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Guys. <laughs> Schrodinger. Schrodinger. Schrodinger meant for the cat theory to illustrate the wrongness or at least the weirdness of that interpretation, which is funny given how the famous cat example became. Anyway, what's important is that Everett said there is no randomness. Every place a particle can be, it is. But in different universes, blah, blah. his theory is that there is nothing really special about observing particles or cats that the reality is Schrodinger's cat is both alive and dead. A live cat in one universe and a dead one in the other. Do you follow? No. Oh, what? No. Yes, yes, I follow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Queen, I follow. I say, I say, yes. Yes. Amazingly enough, I actually did. Yes. All right, let's stop there. No. <laughs> no. Yes. Um, it's a book. <laughs> Enough said. (laughs) Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark of a book. giving me the go-ahead sign while he's mid-rip on his jewel, like a real man. We're jumping ahead now to the 50% mark of Thought Reader. Maybe. Couldn't remember if there's an S at the end. I think it's a whole clan. It's a whole bunch of Thought Readers, but no pushers. It's amazing what a good night's sleep can do for the psyche. Send your pushers my way. 
As I am eating my morning omelet. Trying to get pushed? Yeah, Matchbox 20 style. Push me around. I will. Oh, I will. I will. I see the events and revelations. I want to take you for granted. I see the events and revelations of the prior day in a brand new light. Even the adoption thing seems like something I can deal with. Oh, weird personal problem. I wanted some more mystical mind reading stuff. I try to put myself in my mom's shoes. Let's say my friend Bert told me a strange secret. Let's further suppose he asked me not to tell it to anyone and then died. <laughs> Let's suppose. Hey, okay. Rest easy, Bert. Sure, I can think I'll of take that. it to the grave. Yeah. Unless it's, it's me. Unless it's illegal. Then I'll tell. Surely that would count as sort of like someone's dying wish. <laughs> well, I don't see it that way. If I tell you to do something, then I die later. That's not my wish. If I said, hey, Ganesh, pick me up a bag of chips, and then I died like a day later, would you consider that my dying wish? He wanted the yeah, chips. I would probably still get you the chips and just toss them on your grave. You'd put <laughs> just toss them, <laughs> toss them in the dirt. Here hey, you go, you piece of shit. Here's some crab chips, you fucking rigor mortis. Is that what crab? you want? Yeah. On your last crab, day crab of chips? living? Well, I didn't know it was my last day. If it was my last day, I'd go with salt and vinegar. But if it's a regular Wednesday, what brand? Get me crab. Uts, you dipshit. <laughs> Damn. All right. I know what I like and I know how I want to die. Slave to the brand. Hmm. I'm nuts about us. As and as such, it would undoubtedly be hard to reveal the secret in those circumstances. I didn't know you were a nuts man <sighs> through and through. What are you, a Lay's man? I well, think it depends on the flavor. Me too. I was going to say. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had more thoughts bubbling up, but I wanted to. I, I stymied myself. You're dead in this. I'm yeah. dead. Hypothetically, I'm dead. Hypothetically, Austin's dead. I would not. If I wanted you to throw a bag of chips in my grave, I'd like it to be Lay's salt and vinegar. Oh, that's you said that so kindly. Um, <laughs> I looked right in Shane's eyes with kind eyes when I said that. Ruffles with ridges on I your like, grave. I that's like a, the, that's a <laughs> sour cream that's and cheddar a, ruffles a, are good. I'm going to hell. That's a Let low. Me have fun. That's a low class chip on your grave. You want the good stuff. Ruffles with ridges. Ruffles with ridges is for us. Is the good stuff. Half wits. Is it? Yeah, it's fine. Uts crab chips are the only good uts. Salt and pepper uts are also good. What a boring chip, salt and pepper. They're good. You ever had them? Sound boring. Don't knock it till you try it. Salt and pepper. Like George Clooney, baby. A classic. The Clooney's. American classic. Could that be part of the reason for my mom's lack of communication? Y'all following this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my mom's chips, uts, crabs. <laughs> I got mm, it. Mm, yummy. Now that I'm more rested, I also realize another aspect of my new situation. I might Perfect. Have, more realizations. I might have some family I've never met. Grandfathers and grandmothers I didn't know existed. How Don't many? we all? Maybe uncles and cousins. Who cares? All these new family members are probably out there in the mysterious reader community. I don't talk to cousins I do know exist. Who needs extras? It's too bad. <laughs> We've all got enough cousins. It's too bad Eugene and Mira are not part of said community. If they were, I would have a way of getting introduced to other readers. Maybe I'd even meet my extended family and learn more about my heritage. What is this, using this power to set up a family reunion? Boring, Darren. Also, now that I'm not so stressed, knowledge of my newfound skills begins to excite me. Ooh. I mean, think of the possibilities. You know what I mean. It reminds me of middle school when I first mastered the quiet. I did not uh, think that's where that word was going. I, Reminds me of middle school when I first mastered the quiet. I <laughs> had a ton of fun sneaking into the girls' locker room unnoticed. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is before Darren okay, had okay, uh, okay. created his moral line. Reading my first girlfriend's diaries, spying on hot older women, 
Now that I think about it, there is definitely a pattern to my early use of the quiet. I was a pervert. Sounds like I felt like, really bad reading that in the first person. Yeah. Well, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Yeah, I think this I think you could relate to this. If you had this power, that's what you would have done. That is not what I would have done. Yeah. He would have mastered the quiet in the worst places. If Ganesh mastered the quiet, he would have just been in a Taco Bell eating chalupas for four hours. <laughs> yeah. Nonstop. You're right. Eating all the chalupas. You're right. Because hold on. I, I, I maybe I'm misunderstanding the physics of the quiet, mm. but you could go into a Taco Bell. Yeah. Freeze it. Yep. Eat all the chalupas then and leave and they would still be there. You could eat all the food off everyone's table and then leave <laughs> and they would still have their food. Can you just dream is walking into a Taco Bell and eating the food off of everyone's table? I saw it a completely <laughs> different way. I thought Ganesh mastering the quiet was to just not use it and just go and order Taco Bell and eat it. Oh, <laughs> you just thought he was going to save that for later. He's I'm hungry. Like, I've mastered that enough. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm we'll, just going to go we'll do, do that my, another time. My normal. No, in Ganesha's wildest dreams, shit. he's eating the food off of customers' tables. <laughs> half, half eaten Taco Bell. <laughs> and, and the joy of it is that yeah. it'll be there when yeah, he's done. Guess what? You see this half eaten Mexican pizza? I could eat this. And, and it won't be in your tummy. Yeah, it won't be in my tummy. And they won't be mad that they lost their Mexican pizza. Honestly, this could cure world and you hunger. Can just do it again and again and again and again That's and right. again. That's right. I could do it at every Taco Bell. <laughs> every single one. Time would be frozen forever. Ganesha would never talk to another human being again. <laughs> He would be going roaming from Taco Bell to Taco Bell. I wonder in this in this universe, would I gain that weight? No. No. Oh, shit. No, here's what you would do. You would gain. Well, that's a good question. You'd have to take a break for the physics of this. When you're in the quiet, let's say you do eat hundreds of chalupas. Do you gain the weight? And then when you come out of it, it's gone because you. Yeah, man, that's what I'm getting. That's the dream. But then when you go back into the quiet, are you fat? I, I can live no, with that. No, no I don't know. You go, no, no, no. There's no continuity. Con, yeah. yeah, no. The quiet is its own independent individual thing. Every time you go into it, we're really getting the physics of this. This yeah. was a very educational discussion. Made you're learning so much. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I don't want to learn. All those things, however, pale in comparison to what reading will let me do. It's almost best that I only learned about it now when I'm more mature and be- better to able. You couldn't read? Better oh. able to use this power responsibly. This well, kind of reading. In a way. I, I see. Yeah. The choice of my first destination is easy. Finishing breakfast, I get dressed. He's going to Taco Bell, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the same place I've been every day for the last 35 I hear that years. they serve breakfast now. Ooh. I grab a Blu-ray disc that I should have returned ages ago to go to the third floor of my building. It's always all day breakfast when you've got the quiet place. I only went out with Jenny a few times. She's not in any way special among my ex-girlfriends except for one thing. Proximity. She lives in my building, which naturally makes her my first stop. Ew. Now, what was I saying about being mature enough to handle this responsibility? What's he going to do? Prank her? Give her a wedgie? <laughs> Stopping in front of her apartment door, I ring the doorbell. Jenny opens the door. Darren? She says, looking at me. I'm tempted to deny it, to say that I'm not Darren, but figure <laughs> she's not in the mood for jokes. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I found this movie I borrowed from you, I say instead. I wanted to give it back. Oh, okay, I guess. I'm just surprised to see you. She doesn't look surprised, though. She looks angry, or at least a little unnerved. Figuring there's no time like the present, I phase into the quiet. There had been a slight buzzing in the hallways of my apartment building, something I only realize now because it's gone. It's interesting how we ignore constant noises like that. I started becoming more cognizant of just how much we don't register about our surroundings when I first began phasing into the quiet. So much happens around us that our conscious mind misses. I touched Jenny's forehead. Whoa. Yeah. 
No touching. No touching. Though I had been conflicted about touching women in the quiet, no touching. I decided that this is different or that reading is worth it. It's easy to convince myself to let go of certain principles when they get in the way of something I really want. Yeah, and this time I'm horny. I try to get into coherence. It's even easier this time. As soon as I'm in, I do the lightness bit in order to jump deeper into her thoughts. Ugh. Otherwise, all I'll see is her opening the door for me, which is boring. <laughs> Snooze. Uh, so he is... Mind reading his ex-girlfriend. That's really fucked up, yeah. Darren. Darren, I don't think you're in the right. But, hey, Taco Bell will always be there for you. Yeah, you're squandering your power. You're wasting here. perfectly good time. You could be having a feast. Yeah. But yet... Gallons of Baja Blast. Gallons of it. Gallons of it. It's not about the Baja Blast. It's about the spicy ranch. Why you put that shit on everything? Oh, I thought you meant you drink it. Well, you could. In a way, I do. Toilet man. Put it on ice. I'll put it on everything, baby. He's a man that lives in a toilet. Jam a straw on that sludge. You got some When they When I order a chalupa (laughs) and I get spicy ranch on it, they ask, do you still want the sour cream? You say yes. Of course I say yes. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're a sauce guy. You double Uh, up on the whites. Just like this podcast. percent mark of the thought readers are you no we park in a costco lot in sunset park according to google maps the place where they're keeping mira is an industrial warehouse what these guys are doing so far from brighton beach none of us have a clue Ooh, local who knew wow brighton beach is where the russian mafia is supposed to be headquartered according to eugene yeah and just walking around there <laughs> <laughs> uh wait 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 He's going to Costco. You know what? He he could eat so much. Meatballs. Man, that's what I do. Holy moly. I would eat thousands of meatballs. Thousands. Tens of thousands. He's in New York and he's got these powers. Yeah. Wow. Think of all the food you could eat. (laughs) A big city. Love it. Well, that's true. He did go to Atlantic City, so we should have known he was in the Northeast somewhere. I guess I thought the whole book was going to take place in Atlantic City. Like this guy's whole thing was just scamming casinos, but that must have been just been a fun weekend for Darren. Oh, weekend. Uh, well, his weekends last theoretically for months and years. So how long do you think he's in there for? Sounds like quiet? only a couple seconds at a time. Oh, well, that's a waste. He can make afternoons of it. Yeah. I hope that this actually plays to our advantage. If they do call for reinforcements, it's a 20 minute drive without traffic, according to Julia's phone. Of course, that assumes the reinforcements are on Brighton Beach, and this is a big one, that they're going to need reinforcements against the four of us. Caleb jumps out of his seat and starts rummaging through the trunk of the Hummer. There's always a Caleb. How many books do you think we've read with a Caleb in it? Two. No way. Way more. I would say five. Five? Five Caleb's. It's a very Southern name. Yeah, well, this is even got Caleb's in New York City in this book, if you can even imagine a world like that. South Brooklyn. Jesus, it's a wild west down there. Are we shopping for supplies? Is that I Caleb? ask, oh. looking in the direction of the huge store. 
I'm only half joking. I have everything I need, Julia says, hanging a messenger bag over her shoulder. They don't sell the type of stuff I need in Costco. Caleb responds. Creep. Putting what that what has to be a rifle in a special carry case over his shoulder. Whoa, he's got a, taking a rifle in the Costco, huh? Mm, I'd advise against Man, it. imagine the terror of being in a Costco running through dozens of living room sets trying to get away from a gunman. I've been in like one Costco, but I only saw a small living room area. No, there's Do most of them have multiple. Well, not just, I mean, just like how it's like you're just running through a large fictional home that's connected like a tunnel and you can't get out. It's like a you warehouse. Describing Ikea. It would be worse than Ikea. Oh, I am describing Ikea. Yeah, oh, and the cost? meatballs too, I think. No, meatballs are Ikea also. Yeah, you're right. Whoops. <laughs> oh boy. I've really biffed this one. Well, they have meatballs at Costco though. Yeah, but they're probably frozen. They're samples. Caleb responds, putting <laughs> Caleb responds, putting what has to be a rifle in a special carry case over his shoulder. At least not in New York. You guys just went with me on the meatballs earlier. Didn't correct me. I was like, maybe they do. I mean, As I said, yeah, I thought well, you were talking about like samples. One or two Costco's. Mm. I, my parents love Costco. How many Ikea's have oh, you I been know. to? I know they do. None. None? I've never been to Ikea. So you didn't understand anything that was happening in that conversation. I, it's like we said earlier. You just say, yeah, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Look around you, fellas, because everything you see here from Ikea, wow. this table, the chairs, this what? is it, that over there, that table, wow. that shelf, that, wow. lamp, that other table. All right. No. Wow. I don't believe it. This? This? I don't. Here? No way. You? Uh-uh. He puts on a vest with special pockets and straps the huge knife I saw previously to it. Whoa. Along with a couple of handguns. I like this better when I thought they were going to Ikea. This is for you. Let's just pretend. Yeah. Caleb says, handing me a gun. The seriousness of the situation hits me again. We're going against armed criminals. Just the four of us. A scientist, a girl whose toughness I haven't fully determined yet. And, let's face it, a financial analyst. Oh. Well, well, uh, spoiler... I think she's going to be way tougher than him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hedge fund guy. He's a hedge fund. Those guys aren't kid. tough. Now, all these people have the same powers. Is that what I'm gathering? They're all readers. They're all readers. They know how to read. And they're not pushers. No push in here, folks. Are they going up against the pushers? I think well, just sounds like they're going Russians. against the Russian mob. Oh, yeah. yeah. Russian mob. Are you scared of it? They're pushers. No. Am, I scared? <laughs> am, I scared? am I personally scared of the Russian conversation mob? No. starter? Russian I'm... mob. Are you scared of it? <laughs> no. Like, are you? I've never wronged the Russian mob. If you did, would you be? Yeah, most, of course. No. Who says, yeah, if I'm going to wrong the Russian mob and I'm not scared. I don't of them. think there's anything I would ever do in my are life they the to wrong worst, the Russian mob. Are they the worst mob right now? Right now. Who knows? You're asking the wrong guys, man. Because I don't think the Italian families are that powerful. Are you daring them? No, I'm just asking. Well, sounds, you've, you've dared them before on this podcast, Austin. Uh, well, oh, it sounds yeah. like Shane's stepping up to the plate and wants well, to I'm challenge not gonna dare anybody. the Cosa Nostra. I don't care. He wants to fight the mafia. I'm just saying, who's the strongest mob? The Yakuza. NYPD, baby. That's it. Caleb is the only person re even remotely qualified for this rescue. Despite his unshakable confidence, the odds don't seem right to me. Not to mention the people holding Mira have an ace up their sleeve. A hostage. All we have is our unusual skill set. Caleb clearly has a plan, though. He leads us to an abandoned warehouse located a short distance from where we were parked. Where are you taking us, Caleb? I thought of uh, when you said unusual skill set, the only thing I could think of was Manu Ginobili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these guys are all uh, six man of the year candidates. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Good tools. <laughs> yeah. 
R.I.P. Manu. We walk up to the top floor, and Caleb methodically unzips his gun case and starts setting up. The gun is huge and looks very professional, complete with scope and silencer. What do you think it is? Overcompensating a for Ford? something. No. A Ford? Gun? I don't know. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey. Hey, Tony. Oh, push. Oh. I wonder if this is what he used to gun down our pursuers earlier. Eugene oh. and Julia, who have been silent for some time. Probably it's his gun. Wait, so, oh, Eugene is not the, Caleb is the one Caleb is a big, yeah, of course, of course Caleb Caleb's is packing. packing heat. Every Caleb in America has a concealed weapons permit. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> Eugene's the, uh, the quantum physicist uh, wannabe. What yeah. is he packing? Knowledge. Brains, baby. A sandwich for lunch. <laughs> Sensible. Eugene seemed grimly determined while Julia looks thoughtful. I gaze around the room we found ourselves in. It's dusty and dark, despite large floor-to-ceiling windows, probably because said windows are yellow and covered with grime. Yucky. Sounds like Sunset Park. Caleb opens one of those windows, lies down. Yeah, gross. Lies down on the floor and aims the huge gun at the industrial warehouse across the street. Boom. Then he says curtly, all right, Darren, pull it in. I leverage my natural, natural, <laughs> my nasher. Oh, dear. My natural anxiety. Pull it, Darren. Pull my nasher, Darren. <laughs> oh, sir, please, no. Over what's about to happen. I don't pull. Quickly. I don't push. Oh, I'll push. I'll push your nasher, Caleb. And quickly phase into the quiet. Then I touch everyone in turn, pulling them in. Ugh. Huh? What's going on here? He's touching, pulling, gnashing, pushing, getting wet and wild. Reading. Once we're all in, we walk down the stairs and cross the road. This part of Brooklyn is so abandoned that being in the quiet doesn't seem like much of a change. Is it? Yeah. Sunset Park? I don't know about that. Yeah. Never been. You should take a trip down there. What's down there? To challenge the rough and mob. Never gone. I've been. What's you like, like it? It's a beautiful sunsets. Park. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been. You live there. You live right there. Well, I live kind of near it. Not closer right. than us. Yeah, for sure. Closer than you. Way Brooklyn's, farther. Brooklyn's big it's, for all you people that have never been. Yeah. It's really big. Yeah. It's huge. Big enough for the three of us. At least not until we cross the road and Caleb breaks down the door with a series of kicks. Wow. Even in a scarcely populated area like this, such bold breaking and entering might have gotten us noticed and reported if it took place in the real world. You know, I could have picked that lock. Julia says, looking at what's left of the door on Who the Who cares? The world's frozen. Break down all doors with an axe. You'll get your tits. It'll get fixed when you unfreeze. Yeah, who cares? <clears throat> Caleb tells her as he walks into the building. We walk through the door and find ourselves in a large open space. There are a bunch of guys frozen in the process of walking around. They wait, all have guns. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. Big question. Okay. If you freeze the door, break it open, walk through it. Yeah. Walk around these frozen guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pee. Whatever you got to do. Kill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chalupas, what are they going to do? Chalupas, what are you going to do? And then you come back out of it. From what we know, wouldn't they all just like reset the, and you would have never done that? Yes. Yeah. That's what I know to be true. Okay. Because that's what fuels the argument made earlier in this book when they eat all the chalupas. <laughs> because then they don't get full. Oh, uh, yeah. But if they're going against that, I might have a problem. I don't think they're going against it. I think they're going to subvert your expectations here and they're going to use this to find some information that they will use later to succeed in their plan. If they go in here and fuck shit up and then it stays that way, then I have lost my ability to understand this book. They all have guns. Caleb walking. Kanish not interested in the philosophical discussion. Caleb walks between the guys in the windows looking intently at the building we came from. His plan is beginning to dawn on me. 
He's figuring out how to shoot them from our location across the street. Ah, okay. He's triangulating his shots. As soon as we phase back out, he'll shoot. Yeah, okay. See, I told you. All right. You got to believe. Hey, trust yeah. the authors. That's, that's what they call good writing, yeah. fellas. Is it? Yeah. And that's what they call, on Shane's part, bad reading. Well, I didn't read it. Poor listening. Yes. Weak Reader. attention to detail. I'll have to remember to never piss off Caleb. Yes, that too. Where's Mira? Eugene asks after examining the hangar. Try reading them. Caleb says without turning. We need to figure that out because once we get back to the real world, our, the information will be lost. Right. Because you can't read dead men. A chill skitters across my spine. Another rule. Caleb is too calm about it. When you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. Too poised. His coldness makes me uneasy. I wonder if I, personally, am capable of killing, even if it's an enemy, yeah. even in self-defense. Yeah, you could. Uh, I don't know. Do I it. hope I don't have to find out today. Pull the trigger. Could you? Yeah. We've been over this. Oh, yeah. I'd kill. We've been over this. I would kill. Austin said he would kill anybody. Austin said he would kill me. Yeah. I'd kill Ganesh. I will kill Ganesh. For my reading target, I choose... He's a toilet man. Dead. I am not a toilet man. Toilet man. He's a clean boy. He's fine. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm just just your normal guy. I'm like everybody else. He's fine for some and trash to most. (laughs) Probably. You're a dead man. (laughs) Honestly. For my reading target, I chose a big guy near one of the columns. He must be on steroids or growth hormones or both. Can't wait to touch this guy. Though he's my height, he must have been at least 200 pounds heavier than I. Being that he's Russian, I wonder if he's trying to look like a bear. He's closer <laughs> closer to a gorilla. Weird. <laughs> Weird thought. I catch myself hoping that Caleb doesn't miss this specific dude with his rifle. Are they known for that? Yeah. Okay. They like to look like bears. Yeah. We wouldn't want to face him in anything but a gunfight. Are Russians big people? I think they can be, and some aren't. <laughs> I th- <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds about right. When I think of like Russians, I don't think like a really huge athletic dude. I think what like about a- Dragon from Rocky Four. Yeah, Drago, Drago. I've always just interpreted all that as like Cold War cliches. What about uh, Vladimir Putin? He's a big guy. No, he's a little tiny, like dipshit. How tall is he? Tiny. He's like five foot. Four. I don't no know. way. Five eight. Five eight is my five, highest. I think guess. here's a he's probably over six question. Four. No, right no, now. Question. No way. No chance. Easy. No. Don't even think about it. Are you taller than Vladimir Putin? Yes. No. Yes. I think we are. Ganesh, I think you're right. I'm obviously taller than Vladimir Putin. Wow. We'll look it up during yeah. the we'll look it up during the jump. Obviously. We'll, 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 you think he's yeah. taller than me? No, I don't. But I'm saying obviously. Well, you're pretty name. tall. Yeah. Yeah. Shane's seven. He's, I think, I think, That's why I know what short people look like because everyone's short. Most people are shorter. You're than just me. basing it off of his proportions and photographs. Yeah. All right. Cool. And in like on TV and Donald shit. Trump's way tall. He's six feet. He's shorter than me. No, he's like six foot two. He's my height. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez, Shane. Uh, is that where we're stopping? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Well, you know, I'm kind of curious what the hell they're doing, killing people. I don't remember why this is necessary. At this point, I'm more interested in how tall Vladimir Putin is. All right. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to look it up at the jump. We're going to look it up. I like you keep calling it the jump. That's cool. That is cool. We're going to jump. We're going to hear some of our favorite music. I like to call it the break, but that is because I'm I'm square. That's because you're taking a break. But they're really the viewers or the listeners are taking a jump. Yeah. Hey, let's jump. Vladimir Putin is five foot six. He's shorter than all of us. 
What do you think about that? I love it. I Fuck think that guy. I could push Vladimir Putin down a hill. That's how short Easy. he is. Easy. Put yeah. him in a barrel. Roll him down the hill. Yeah. He's stout. He is. Well, he's strong. I, he would have to let me push him down a hill. Nah. I couldn't. In a battle of wills, I don't think I could push nah. him down a hill. Height wins. He'd kill me. Easy. He was in the KGB, dude. Whatever. What am I? Nothing. You're BGK, baby. What's that? Born. Big gigantic <laughs> killer. <laughs> yeah. That's the attitude. Mm. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm sad and weak. I can't even use chopsticks. What's wrong with you? Why not? I'm sick. Make yourself use them and you'll learn. That's how I learned. I was embarrassed. You're six foot two. I'd go out with... You have the tall confidence to pull off chopsticks. Well, I have the confidence to try. When you go to, well, an eight, when you go to a, a Japanese restaurant, you don't use, you don't use chopsticks oh, ever? Oh, I do. I do it poorly. I drop stuff. I look like a fool. A dunce. Keep they, doing it. They laugh at me. That's how you learn. The waiters Keep laugh. being a fool. They whisper to other waiters and they point and they laugh. You ask. Just maitre, keep trying. The maitre d' laughs. Just put them in your hand, find a way that works for you, and pick the stuff up and put it in your yeah, fucking mouth. Yeah, one way I've learned it. to do it is I just hold them together like a little spear and I stab. That's not good. Yeah. Looks bad. No, that commands respect. <laughs> anyway, Vladimir Putin's a tiny, tiny little boy. We also found out that Shane's taller than Barack Obama, which is shocking to me. And that, that if you look at Trump's side, he says he's 6'3", but if you look at pictures with him and Obama, he's clearly shorter than Obama. Barack Obama is six foot one, which I he seems he's got the aura of a six foot four man. Wow. Really? That's what I think. Yeah. He, he seems does. tall. He's charming. I don't know. Yeah, you're not. So Charm gives you that's the more edge. Height. That's the <laughs> edge. All right. Let's read the very, this is the last page, right? It better be because I feel like this has just been days. I feel like I've been in the quiet place. Time has stood still. Let's read the last page of the time traveler's wife. What is the this? The thought reader. Shit. Caleb says something to Eugene and sends him on his way with Julia. Something about making sure she's okay and about being back once he drops the kid at his house. He also suggests some bullshit cover story Whoa. to explain the gunshot wound. All about that he said, she said, bullshit. Tune in. Ladies and gentlemen. If you're not Durst, you're last. Original kings of content. I listen, but I'm mentally somewhere else. When Eugene and Julia enter the hospital, Caleb starts the car. <laughs> Are you okay, Darren? Caleb asks me as he pulls out of the hospital parking lot. Yeah, sure. I say on autopilot. I'm far from okay, but he doesn't need to know that. All right, Dad, I'll take you home. What's your address? I gave it to him, and he puts it into his GPS. Okay, okay, oh, <laughs> oh. no. That was 100% accurate. Yeah. Okay, good. Now give me your number, too, That's and I'll you, get in touch with you soon. That's what you sounds like if you punch him in the stomach. Oh, oh, go, oh, 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 give me your address, please. Oh, oh, I've almost made my mind up about the first person who's fighting will experience. Great. You're in shock, Caleb said. It happens sometime after battle, even with the best of us. Battle? <laughs> I didn't know there was battling. I just not. I don't care about his theories or approval. I don't care about anything. Imagine having a fight so cool that you call it a battle afterwards. <laughs> who's ever had a fight that was like, man, what a battle. Get home from work. Ah, what a battle. <laughs> Another day. <laughs> Another day in the mines. My phone is ringing. It's my mom, Sarah. Who calls their mom by their first name like that? Do you mind? Someone who's adopted. Who's Austin. adopted? He's a, you said he was adopted. Yeah, but when? Still, adopted kids don't call their mom and dad by their first name. They call them mom and dad. Some do, some don't. Pam maybe, was different. You're, maybe he was adopted as an adult. So he was like past the... Does that happen? I don't know, dude. Jeez. Have you got, do you think he got circumcised as an adult, too? Do you mind? Maybe. I asked Caleb. <laughs> maybe, I, dude. I think it's very rude to talk in front of a cell in front of someone. No worries. He replies, and I answer the call. Hello? Yeah. I say, <laughs> Darren, I was beginning to worry, Sarah says. 
This makes my stupor fade a little bit, beginning to worry of Sarah's default state. I don't believe the woman has ever called me when she was chill. Of course, if she thought I was even a fraction of the trouble I've been in today, she would go for her second favorite state, panic about me. Be chill, mom. I'm okay, mom. I was just busy today. Understatement of the century. You aren't mad at us? She asks, and I immediately realize I've been an ass. Mom, I've been in battle <laughs> all day long. Mm. I hate the battle. Mom, pick me up. I should have called to reassure them about the adoption business from the day before. Wish I knew more about this adoption I keep hearing about. No, we're good, Mom. I say, forcing certainty into my voice. Better late than never, I always say. She seems to believe me, and we move on to the usual how are you chat that we have every day. The whole thing is surreal. When I get off the phone, Caleb is just a few blocks from my place. We ride in companionable silence the rest of the way. This is you, Caleb says when he gets to my building. I know. I live here. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Thanks for the ride, I say. Extending my hand to Caleb. And for helping us out. That was some good shooting you did. Good shooting, Tex. He shakes my hand firmly. You're welcome. You aren't bad yourself, and I know these things. Get some sleep. He says, and I nod in agreement. It's the best idea I've heard <laughs> I in a long too. time. I was good. I was great. Better than Caleb. <laughs> I get to my apartment, eat something, shower, get into bed. Once there, I just sit for a moment, looking outside. It's still light out there. The sun only beginning to set. I don't care, though. I'm exhausted. So, so I lie down. He's got a window in a shower, huh? Living the life. I have that. Sunset part. I have that. Wow, good for you. And my little head at night when I take showers at night, I just imagine everyone outside just sees my little head in this tiny window. Is your sh is the window in your shower at perfectly at head level? Yep. So you, do, you, do you just rest your chin on the sill? Yep. And then people outside are like, look at that creepy disembodied head floating in the no, air. No, it's not disembodied. Not just that. Oh, you have like, a full body size window too? No, 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 no. Oh. I think they can see... Just a little man's head getting hit by water, oh, man. which is way worse. A wet man's head. Look at that wet Look. head up there. In that building, in your building, that's really creepy because yeah. you live in the maybe the creepiest building. Shane lives in what I've looks to be seen. like a witch's castle. It looks like a movie set. Yes. It really does. It does. And his little wet head is just exposed. Did I tell you what happened yesterday? Well, then I no. Like, I was leaving the house. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, a cop car pulled to the curb. Oh, my God. We've and had I'm reports like, of a wet man here. Yeah. And I was like, what did they see? And I go outside and there's this young man. He goes, sir, do you live here? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he was like, are you the owner? And I said, I wish. I said, no way. And he said, well, do you know why these aren't trimmed? And it was all these trees. And I was like, no, nah, dude. I was like, I'm not the owner. And he goes, has he trimmed them? Clearly not. And I didn't want to throw my guy under the bus. And I was like, good on you. And I was like, no, I mean, I said, and I was like, no, of course he didn't trim him. I was like, yeah, he does yard work. He's out there. And he was like, when did you see him out there? And I was like, this year. And then he was like, he looks, this, this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you kind of did throw him under the bus. <laughs> no, because in, Sometime previous, in, a calendar in year. previous years, nothing. Oh, so this is better than usual. This is way better than usual. Yeah. And and he was also like, have you seen rats on the premises? Hey, it's New York. What is and, this cop up? To? And I said, no, no rats at all. And he, he goes, at all? And I said, no, none. Do you, do you see rats? No. Oh, okay. So I was like. No, you weren't lying at that point. I was like, snooze off, dude. So yeah. Get the, get the frick out of here, you friggin' pig. Oink, oink. When I am this tired. That's a quote. That's a direct quote from Shane. I wouldn't say that. 
And he said, sir, sir, I got more questions. I said, got to keep up, bacon. When I am this tired, time seems to slow. It's like my head approaches the pillow in slow motion. I think about everything that's happened to me today. I think about the things that are about to happen. In those couple of seconds it takes for my head to hit the pillow, I think of anything but the fact that Mira will hate me now. Anything but the biggest question of all. What am I? And then my head finally touches the pillow. (laughs) And I'm out. Falling asleep faster than I have in my entire life. Good night. The end. Wow. Wow. I'm so sorry. Sweet dreams. I detracted from. Yeah. Shane a told really a 15 night. minute story <laughs> just two lines before the end of the book. <laughs> it was worth it, though. Love to hear about your encounters with the law. Hey, that book was OK. Uh, I'd give it out of a five star system. I'd give it commendable. That's good. Mm. That's pretty good. I'd give it all five stars. Wow. That's you know why? Too high. Because I listened to it. Did you, though? No. It really seemed like you didn't. I really wasn't not paying attention. Shane checked out a while ago. Uh, like four episodes I'm ago. still thinking about the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> He's just been Googling the Matrix on his phone. I've been seeing it. I see little screen, like little Morpheuses on his screen. I Yeah, I was searching, is Joe Biden in the Matrix? Yeah, it turns out no. This is it. That's a fun fact. It's on the DVD extra. Joe Biden is not in the Matrix. So, fine book. Wouldn't read it again. But then again, I wouldn't read most books again. I liked uh, that we really caught the parts that explained the whole yeah. stuff. We definitely got a lot of exposition. We learned cool. a lot nice. about the rules of the world, which is yeah. cool. And the rules made sense in the context of the book. And even when they were challenged by Shane, they proved to be consistent. And even, well, also it was just nice that we could kind of guess as to what's going on. And I think we did okay. I like guessable books. Yeah. Hey. Perfectly guessable. That's Wonder, what else. Put that on the cover. Yeah. The Amazon Book Club badge. Perfectly guessable. So let's cast it. Let's if this if this, in the wildest dreams of Hollywood, who would be in this film? All right. First off, we got Darren. Darren. Rock. The lead. Hot character. Hot shot. Mid-20s. Mm, Harvard at 18. Got a degree. Hedge fund guy. Hedge fund. Hedge fund. Can right. use his mind. Mm. He's doing some stuff. Okay. Probably does a lot of cocaine. Sure. But he doesn't like clubs. No. Does not like clubbing. So then probably not cocaine. Maybe. You never know. So who uh, who you got? Who are you casting for this? Well, I got something in mind. What do you guys have? Oh, I want to hear what you have. Jessica Gordon-Levitt. Oh. All right. He's played a brainiac. I could see that. I was thinking Jesse Eisenberg. I was thinking Zac Efron. Whoa. A little bit younger. A little bit of a softer touch. Is he? He's pretty old at this point. He's definitely he looks like, younger. He's like 28, right? You know, if you combine 30. all three. Yeah. Oh, you man. Know, you know who you, you, you got there? My dream boy? Dave Franco. Oh. Ooh. I, I know what? Like Dave Franco for this. I do. That's, wow. That's really good. Quick thinking. Wow. You know, they call me caster. Uh, <laughs> who else we got? We got Caleb. Caleb. Don't know much about Caleb. Well, I know he's that a he, dead shot. he's a gunslinger. Likes to yeah. shoot a gun. He's a big boy. I think he's from Texas. I'm thinking... Maybe. Ryan Reynolds. I was also thinking Ryan Reynolds. All right. And I'm not just saying that. I had him on the brain. All right. I was thinking that movie. uh, Ganesh has Ryan Reynolds on the brain. Smoking Aces. Often. He was in Smoking Aces? Yeah. I didn't catch that one. Shoot. You know what? He's too talkative. (laughs) Caleb was a strong, silent type. Well, then who you got? Channing Tatum. Oh, Uh, I kind of like that, too. I like it. Or. Or. Craig T. Nelson from Coach. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) You never, know. you never know. 
I never know the T. That's what I call um, it. Well, I told you this. I told you this. To tell. Say I it again for the listener. Craig T. Nelson on the fucking street. Shane ran into the man, the myth, the legend. What'd you most, say to him? The most famous man in New York City. I didn't say anything. Craig Tiberius Nelson. I looked up. I think I like... I said, whoa. You say, hey, sir, I remember coach. He was waiting across the street. I was waiting across the street. When he crossed the street, he looked at me like I did something wrong. I think I was staring. Are you sure him. it just wasn't a normal person that looked like yeah. Craig Are you T. sure Nelson? it wasn't Craig P. Nelson or perhaps Craig F. Nelson? I am not 100% sure it was Craig T. Nelson. There's many variations. But there's there. no other person it could be. Oh, fair enough. All right. Well, I think we give Craig a spot in this movie now that you guys have a relationship. Who are some other characters in this? But we yeah, have a yeah. uh, uh, love interest, Julia, I believe. Julia, Julia, Julia. I'm going to say Alison Brie for the Dave Franco connection. Perfect. Sure. Uh, who was the Eugene? Eugene. Oh. The quantum physicist. Oh, man. Well, how old was he? Because I have an idea. Middle age, probably. I'm guessing. Was he large, a, lar- a rotund man? I don't think so. I, I was thinking that Jeff Goldblum. Well, I think the name alone made me think of this one guy and then i was like well i've never really seen him in a serious eugene role. merman spill the beans bitch eugene, eugene levy eugene oh levy. that's not bad right he could play like a a wacky doctor i definitely could see that and you wouldn't have to change his name in the script no most natural role he was ever played in his life he's a great actor love the guy he really can do anything love the guy all right you can just get various nobodies for the russian mob oh that's fellas. right the whole russian mob damn you could Chicklis, Michael Chicklis in a CGI dual role playing all of them. Like in uh, that Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp. They had the one guy play all the. Yeah, he was all the little midget dudes. Sorry. Oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I mean to say. I'll bleep that up. No, little orange midget dudes. Uh. <laughs> I think that's what they're called. Uh, hey, yeah, that kind of role. A, wink- yeah. a Winkle Vie kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Or like a uh, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, yeah, a parent trap, if you will. Mm-hmm. So on that note, let's wrap this bad Wait a boy up. Wait, what? Do you think Lindsay Lohan and Parent Trap was like a breakthrough in CGI? Man, I almost got to the end of this podcast and then you dropped that bomb on us. <laughs> uh, Short answer, yeah. No. Yes? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. It's really good. Oh, is it yeah. CGI? I mean, it's edited. Well, they're imposing. Sure, yeah. That's computer. Yeah, I think. I mean, probably. it's not like a fully like rendered thing. They're, yeah. They're, it's not a CGI Lindsay Lohan, but it is. It is. You could write a these whole These days like, it would be a pieces. CGI Lindsay Lohan. It's old film methods with like a new spin. Mm. Well, you th- it's pretty impressive. Was that the first movie to have done that, you think? No, I no, mean, the original parent drafted that. Like so many <laughs> things used like film on film. Yeah, but, but it was really it well so done. Well. It was well done. Hmm. I'm glad we took parent a little trap. bit of time at the end of the podcast. To Groundbreaking. Just give a shout out to the Dennis Quaid vehicle, Parent Trap. Who was the mom in that? Unfortunately, it was Liam Neeson's dead wife. Oh, fuck. Bummer. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZN Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thank you to Morris Reese for our music, to Chris Linquist for our art. That's a wrap, folks. Another one in the books. Give us money, please. Bye. Bye.